Dimitri Downing back. Dimitri Downing back. Okay. Dimitri Downing back with Mita Unshackle uh, here at MJ BizCon 2022 with a couple of my favorite people, and I'm sure they are good. And that's the tight joke we'll get to a little bit later. But Jack and Ryan, how are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Great to be here, Dimitri. Thanks for having yeah, us. Doing great. Thank uh, you. Thank you. You know, the show just started. It's Wednesday afternoon, so we're all still kind of fresh, even though you guys, everybody's probably out partying last night. But uh, what, are you, what are you seeing so far? Um, one of the big things I'm noticing is You might want to get a little closer so we... Oh, can, you, can you hear me now? Yeah, just make sure we got it. How about that? Yeah, we good on sound? We good? Uh, yeah, keep going. Okay, so it was kind of fitting this morning on my ride over. I had to take a detour by the Rio, and I was thinking back six, seven years ago when we started this and first, got, uh, first became aware of, of your work, Ryan's work, and you know, a lot of people that are um, you know, my close friends and, and contemporaries in the industry now. Um, and it's really, it's crazy to think about how big the industry has gotten and the size of it, the complexity, the specialization. Um, and it's, it's kind of mind-boggling. So it was uh, something to walk in here this morning and see the, the size and scale that it has kind of continues today. And you have grown with the industry. So people really don't know who you are because I forgot to introduce you and jump right into your perspective. But let's talk a little bit about Ryan and Jack and uh, and, and your guys' journey into the industry. Uh, Jack, it's Grove Bags. It's Jack Grover. It is, yeah. So I'm guessing there's a connection there. There is, yeah. Um, you know, as a, as a stone 23-year-old founder, I thought it would be really cool if I could refer to, you know, my team members as Grovers. Because, you know, we, we all have this, you know, visions of, you know, what, of grandeur, what the future will be like, what the company will be like. So, you know, we, you know, we, they prefer to be called Grove Baggers instead of Grovers. But, Grove Baggers. Yeah, but, um, no, I, uh, we were struggling for a name and we had a product and, um, you know, we found a, found a name with Grove Bags and, uh, that my, my friend from Sellers recommended and we, we've stuck with that and that's been our moniker going since then. So, you, are you the founder, co-founder of Grove Bags? Uh, I'm the co-founder. I have a, another co-founder, Ryan Cardwale, who's my technical co-founder. He really worked with me for about a year and a half to design a lot of the products. Uh, he still serves as our chief science officer. You know, next time somebody asks you a question, you say, I'm the founder, but the people are my co-founder. <laughs> I, I just made that up right now. Well, you know the band U2? I think yeah. it's about, because it's not just us rocking, it's U2 rocking. Whatever. <laughs> well, I, I wish I could say that. Uh, thankfully, it's, it's, it's too good of a product that, you know, people listening to me are too smart to believe that I came uh, up with it all by, by well, candlelight. If you're watching this podcast, Google them online, look up the website, get a little more of the technical and scientific aspects. I knew you guys were rock stars when I had this UBA scientist coming up to me at my tailgate saying, hey, you're in the cannabis industry. Have you heard about these guys at Grow Banks? They're, 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 uh, I think that the reach of their technology goes far beyond cannabis. And I'm looking at it this, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, wow. I'm like, hey, that. I know those guys. You know, I'm like, I hang out with those guys. Yeah, and no, so I remember you telling us, you telling me about that. That was pretty cool. But you guys are a great company. Tell us a little bit about, well, actually, we're going to learn about Jack. We're going to learn about Ryan. But let's first, what, what is Grow Bags? What, what do you guys do? Um, so real real short is we're the industry leading cultivation and storage uh, um, tools. And what I mean by that is grow bags or turf block products are used in the curing and storage stage of the cannabis life cycle to ensure that cannabis profiles, turkey profiles, and all the 
specialist technical plan, as well as safety. It's maintained throughout the supply chain. And why is that important to protect the integrity of the plant? What is the benefit that uh, it brings when you protect this? Well, so there's the, certainly the qualitative benefits of having a more pleasant, more consistent smoke, having a product that probably um, literally you know, gets you higher, has that degradation that has a better entourage and back against the maintains more terpenes. There's all those things. There's the consideration of having more growth, keeping the product safe, or potentially you don't compromise patients or things of that nature. Um, there's the efficient reasons, uh, such as maintaining full weight uh, and inhibiting weight but most importantly, in my opinion, it's about maintaining full integrity of medicine, full efficacy across the supply chain. So what we're doing with Turplock is allowing 37 to 45% more terpenes and cannabinoids to stay with the plant throughout its life cycle instead of being siphoned off in bad packaging or environmental conditions. Because what our material is doing is creating 58 to 62% relative humidity in an anti-clinic complicated for my small mind, but what I'm wondering is how did you figure this out? What were you doing before you started? How did you like, were you involved in this subject matter beforehand? Were you an engineer? What? How did this happen? So, uh, no, I'm not, not, not smart enough to be a traditional engineer. I was a, a finance guy, but uh, my dad had been in packaging and had done some in packaging companies. Oh, so you have legacy in packaging too. Um, say that, yeah. That's pretty cool. Legacy uh, like, like in lucky to have the mentor that I've had in my father, but you know, we had a, a great, great career in packaging and a lot about the industry and kind of, you know, had the opportunity to get your friend and work for him and, you know, edit his books and articles over the years and yeah. stuff like that, so. No, that's a, that's a foundation that you were smart to take advantage of. I love that. I don't, I don't think I, you know, kids, kids aren't smart to take advantage of anything. You know, I was, I was lucky because I had a dad that I admired and wanted to spend time with. That's a, that's a, that's and and that, was, that was the way that I could you're a good son. I'm not a good son. I don't. I don't spend a lot of time with my dad, so I appreciate that about you. But if about it, but if I follow the legacy, I'd either be a university professor uh, from my dad's side or a machete wielding villager from Oaxaca on my mom's side. So you know, I don't know. You know, I, I, it's funny you said it because I really could see you as a college professor. 
I appreciate that. You know, scribbling furiously on the chalkboard and trying to instill the, the value of life and the understanding of the world to your students. <laughs> Honest, honestly? Yeah, honestly, it might not be too late for that. Professor Downing does have a ring to it that I, I quite like. After hanging out with Ryan, I think I, I probably belong at the village with the machete. You know? <laughs> but, but we should actually introduce Ryan because he's chilling over here and he's good. I'm just kidding. Always, that's, always. A, that's like an inside joke between us. Ryan, what do you do for Grove Bags? And you're everywhere in the industry as well. Yeah, on the move often, so I'm the CCO of Grove Bags, so overseeing the sales activities uh, domestically, playing a part in our international expansion, which we're focusing on heavily this year, going into 2023. Um, so overseeing that, the building the team, culture is a big aspect of what I'm a part of as well. So regularly on the road, seeing y'all out and about, going to shows. Um, as a brand, we're really big on being present our clients, being present in the industry, being present in the territories that we're uh, working and focusing with, being present with the industry associations. And so it's definitely keeping us busy as we've been growing over the last two years very quickly. And when did you join Growbacks? Uh, about two and a half years ago. So I've known Jack and Growbacks for a while. Um, I've personally been in the industry for a little over 10 years now. Had a previous business that I was involved with Growbacks with as clients to each other, colleagues in that matter. And come up a couple times so he's been out here it was always a joke with Jack he was like yo I want you to work for me I obviously had my hands full and had my own company going and COVID hit and things changed and I got a phone call and he was like what about now and again I had known them for a while I had a lot of respect loved what was happening with Propags played a part in the Colorado market with getting their brand out and so it was a great fit it's, it's been a blast since it pays to be first and it pays to be consistent especially on recruiting but um no, I, I think um, over the, the course of any organization, particularly a young company, you know, you have a like you'd have to go of hires have to that really come in and change the culture, infuse new energy, new way of doing things. Here first um, and uh, and my, when yeah, I got here, it's been a lot of fun the last two and a half years. It's, yeah. it's hard to believe that it's already been, been that long. I, I know he's not here, but I wanted to ask your dad. What does your dad think about your success? David went back to I, what did you say? I said, I love Brent. Uh, yeah, he, he's I, our I consultant to the company, too, aside from his dad, obviously. There's a lot of respect there, but sorry, go ahead, Jack. I think, answer. I think, he, I think he thinks it's a bit, I don't know, he'd probably say it's a bit confusing. Uh, a bit confusing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll give you his number, give him a call. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I chilled with your dad once in, uh, at Benzinga. We were over there having a drink, and he's like, that's my son. You know, that proud kind of thing. Proud. Yeah, he's I'm super like, proud. I'll say it's a third party, and I know both of them yeah. now quite well. But and, he, uh, yeah, quite proud, which is cool. But he, you guys had that right balance, that father-son thing. I respect what he does. He res I respect my foundation kind of thing. You know, he knows it's about you, and you know it's about him. That's a beautiful thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There's a lot of, like, father-sons that are, like, you know, competition. But you guys, just my little humble opinion, and, and I noticed about you, you real quickly from your dad and you, you guys have that nice little balance. Maybe because I don't have that balance. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I, think, um, <laughs> I think that would, you know, I think in, in families, you know, Charlie, my, my second brother's got spring balls, I think, in families, I think in um, people with, um, that aren't, aren't determined, I think that can drive them apart and possibly fracture each family. And I think my parents were the type of people that decided that it was going to make us all very close and very supportive of each other. Um, and I got to tell you, you know, hey, when I started this business, the whole world laughed at me. Right, well, actually, too. Like I have the nice. USBC yeah. one, though. Nice. Do you notice we're in the cool area? Where, yeah, like, this place uh, is busy. All, all the cool kids yeah. are coming by here and hanging out. Yeah, we, we were going to have an overhead shot, but we, 
Yeah, it's a little complicated. We might have an overhead shot tomorrow, yeah, drone. But it's amazing to see all the people walking by. Um, it's, it's incredible. And you guys have a booth here today? We do. We've uh, got a, what, a 20 by 20. I wanted, I wanted to go a little bit bigger. I like to go bigger every year, a little higher, a little bigger, something, something like that. Two stories? Yeah, I wanted to do two stories really badly. You have no idea how badly. He did. But, you know, I, I, I really I got a lot of hard pushback, and I came. Okay, well, those two-story booths are like $100,000 for, like, the, the the framing and stuff, you know? Not always. Like, the, the Dutchie booth, I mean, yeah, that's that's dope, but that's, you know, that's obviously a significant investment. Is this your new nice phone or what? On top, this is actually you know? Ryan's new phone. Feeling it? Yeah, you know? Ship it around to Thailand? Aren't you, the, you guys talking about going to Thailand? Yeah, we're going out there. Yeah, we, we're going out there for a week with uh, Jimmy Devine and the there's the world to be conquered for grow bags. So we always thought that we were providing infrastructure and the ability for a plant-based medicine revolution to operate and scale efficiently. And that is a global revolution. Full one quarter of the world's countries have some sort of cannabis program. Two thirds of the United States are going to have some That's awesome. Talk about the environmental consequences and everything else, the need for like capitalism, but we are in an industry that is a force of nature and the nature of today's world. There, there, this is not, it, it's not going away. There's too much momentum here. There's, oh, yeah. There is autocatalytic force that you can literally feel if you're in this room. Because what I did is I fucking put one of the extension cords because we already have everything away. We had one extension cord and I shoved it in the Great global industries. Hopefully, it'll do do a lot, not just for a global, global economy, but for our for our relationship with ourselves as people and our fellow man. You know, God knows we need that. And we kind of this crisis. Sorry, we kind of jumped over it. What were you doing before Grobegs? I mean, like, how did you said you were getting stoned when you're 23? But you look no, like you're 25. I'm getting stoned since I was 14. <laughs> it's unshackled. Meet unshackled. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. No, I, I talk about how I used to ship cannabis across the country. Before I prosecuted, like in college in the 90s, I, we did that. I did that. It happened. Yeah. Never got caught. Statue of limitations are gone. Life is moved on. So what were you doing before? Uh, I was working in tech. And, uh, it was cool, but it just it wasn't fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I saw everything going on with cannabis and had the experience growing, and I was like. So you grew, you grew yourself. I grew from my brother Charlie since I was 15. Well, that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, so he's an OG that's grower. I mean, that's, you know, I think anybody can get rocks on for a lighter, right? Like, you know. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, that was, that was my, uh, my entry in the industry. I mean, I really grew up being staunchly anti-cannabis, being a wrestler in Ohio. But the first time I saw my brother use cannabis, it was home in California. Um, he was like Jack Denny. Oh, I know. Side effects of that. Side effects of those. 
So that's my fucking surprise, but you know, Josh O'Yang, who's currently, you know, he's kind of brought up, uh, comes over to my house and comes in all seamlessly and went again. I think I should take a hit right now. Right. <laughs> right? And, you know? And it, it was insane because it, it, this, this Wait, is so crazy. What? This is where the cool kids hang yeah, out. I mean, this, this thing, we, we are in a global business, but he, 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 he takes the hit and the, the relief is overwhelming. And then there's a few very important moments in your life where everything just makes sense. Clicks. You have a vision of the future. Yeah, I had a vision of the future where I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is going to continue to watch the world. This is going to be totally legal, legal worldwide. Yeah, so. I mean, I think my problem is I always have clear visions of the past. Right. <laughs> yeah, 2020 looking back. Which is good. You know, yeah, I've got great you. hindsight. But I'm just kidding. No, but, you know, I've been in the industry for 10 years. I haven't left, so it's a great industry to be in. Okay, so that's how you got in the industry. We didn't get into what exactly you were doing prior to your projects before Girl Bags. Yeah, so before Girl Bags. Yeah, so I. I mean, I love. We, we dug out the fact that you were a cultivator, which automatically is important to people out there because it lends to the whole credibility of everything that you're doing. You know, people, you're not just a businessman who got into this industry because you found a nice widget. You're a, a cultivator who saw a problem, a need, and solved it, which is fantastic how I got involved. So originally, I'm from Virginia, so born and raised on the East Coast. Um, I got involved in the quote-unquote traditional market in high school and into college, so grew myself back in those days. Uh, my first dabble in entrepreneurship was actually in college, got involved with an application-based company. Um, was fortunate to exit that right before graduating, and at that time, cannabis went legal in Colorado. Um, so I had the crazy pipe dream, and had the opportunity, packed up the car, threw the dog in it, uh, drove across the country and said I'm going to get involved in the cannabis industry. Didn't know where or how, but went out there to shake a stick at it. Um, I started off on the cultivation side as well. Uh, grew up there for years, was involved with the group out there growing. And then from there, saw the opportunity for other ancillary businesses and things that were missing. And actually started a co-working incubator, business accelerator um, space in Denver. So I had that. Originally, it was called Green Labs. We rebranded after the year. Um, it started off as it was hard to find places for cannabis businesses to have places to go, even if you had plant touching or not. <coughs> Excuse me. And that evolved into a seven-year journey um, that I grew and had a business partner with. And we grew a team. We had over 20 people involved with it um, on a regular basis. And over 100 businesses in the local Colorado market that were involved. So it was really a great thing. That's what I did. That's how I met Jack. That's how I met the rest of the team early on. Um, I had a couple other endeavors that I was involved with between there, a vending machine for cannabis, um, and yeah, that was my last seven years. And then when that closed up, joining up with Grow Bags was a perfect fit. Um, as much as I would love to be growing still, I don't want to grow too much, and that's where it's at, but that's where my heart is. And so being able to bring the two together um, has been great. So now most of my focus is dealing with and talking to the growers and the operators, letting them know how the efficiencies help their plot can come in and streamline things. So it's been a good fit, but that's, that's really been my road. So I've been from plant touching the grow every day to now on the road almost every day. Uh, 
and everything in yeah. between. That makes right. sense because, you know, I've gotten to know your company a little bit over, over the years, and it's got that mom and pop that's got that family feel to it, but it's got that OG feel to it as well. Like the, at the core is, a, is, is the values and understanding of the cannabis plant, the cannabis community, and respect for it. And I sense that from, from, from both of you guys. And I didn't know that, you know, prior to this interview, that you know the depth of your guys' background in the cannabis space, you know, and, and I don't think a lot of people do, you know. They yeah. Look, right, like at the end of the day, I think you know, Brian and I, and you know, a lot of the people, um, top down, bottom up throughout our organization, you know. This industry is just amazing. It's the people are amazing. It, it, it's my honor to be involved in Mita, but to meet you guys is, was what I love doing. You know, what I'm saying? to meet people. Yeah. So it's such, such a great plant. It's created such a great community. So we're living in great times, my friends. Yeah, we're blessed. I mean, even like you know, we all are friends who work in other industries. And I know I personally feel like I work very hard, but I've never really worked today. And like I talk to other friends, and they love their professions, and it's just different. And it's just different. You have different passion here. You have different drive. Um, you have different excitement. You know, I posted a video yesterday of just walking through the floor, and the amount of friends that aren't involved in cannabis just reaching out and just being like, it's so different. Like the energy, like so. I feel like people see it. So to your point, I don't. Know, I feel like we're very blessed every day when I get up. Um, I'm super excited to be involved in what we're doing here. There's Luna over there. Hello. Uh, so how do people get in touch with you guys? 833 Turf Walk. That, that's, a, that's one easy reminder there. Um, We're super easy to get a hold of. What's the Instagram? Backrobags. Backrobags, uh, yeah. You guys, how, how big is your team? I mean, like a... Like a full of 30 of us now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Do, do you even know who answers social media at this point? They just tell you if it's important? Yeah, we did. The marketing. Yeah, we have a big team back at HQ. Yeah. I, um, I read a, a Warren Buffett quote once. Uh, good, good CEOs know how much... So I, I try to pay attention to, to everything, you know, the, the people that I've been lucky enough to surround myself with, you know, I think deserve and demand that, you know, I, I think somebody offers Brian a job every other day, you know, I gotta, gotta get them off of these fucking guys. <laughs> I think they offer him a lot of things every day. <laughs> Of the industry. Maybe, maybe. He's supposed to be coming. Anyways, we don't need to talk about all that. Um, <laughs> so it was great to host you guys, and Thank you, for the you guys have a, a great MJ BizCon. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Just briefly mention any of the projects that you have coming up on the horizon. I know I'd like to throw one thing out. Just I think a lot of people don't realize is like we are USA made. Our whole team's based here, um, which he is, really is huge. Um, you know, he from really pellet to finished product. So when it comes to the customer service, like Jack mentioned, when it comes no, to us being present, um, we come from the industry. We like to be very present with the industry. So it's we're one focus. We're packaging to preserve terpenes for the cannabis industry. That's where our focus is, and that's where we try to be out and active. And yeah, I think the USA made is a big aspect and just our approach to that with customers, you know, we do control what we're doing and we want to work with our clients to fulfill and have them use a turf block. I mean, our goal is for turf block to be the standard for cannabis packaging, especially on the pure side internationally. So that doesn't come from going in and just saying this is what you get and take it. It comes from getting involved on their sleeves up and building and growing with the industry. So I think that's a big thing that I know I'm always trying to echo to our clients, obviously, and the new people we meet too. So Yeah, right at the end that inspired me. 
Texas, uh, whether you are oh, a small hobbyist grower in Thailand, you that? yeah, that's Texas, good. or a uh, massive like, grower in Australia, or Carolina, we strive to be the wolf standard for carrying and storage and preservation well, I know you guys are just beginning and uh, just getting bigger, so I'm excited to watch your guys' journey and your guys' growth and call you guys my friends, and we will be seeing you around. Yes, you will. Thank you for joining first. Yes, yeah. See you Golf tournament, 30th. Appreciate you guys. And, and folks, they are good. Yeah. <laughs>